Research suggests that eating a plethora of fruits and veggies can help to lower our risks of chronic disease. But for many dancers, income is limited and knowing how to incorporate these nutrient dense options without breaking the bank can be challenging. So today we're going to discuss it. Hi, I'm Rachel Fine. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist helping dancers just like you utilize food in a way that supports their performance and their livelihoods. We learn how to build more joyous experiences around food with the ultimate goal of building a working relationship with both our food choices and our bodies. Now, when it comes to nutrient dense foods, the question of accessibility is incredibly important for dancers. And that's because income can be limited. Many dancers who might not yet have a signed company contract or reliable source of income could be balancing multiple jobs or working with the resources of their families to support how they're fueling their bodies. In fact, I often talk about how intuitive eating, especially as it is depicted on social media, which can often come across as being a eat what I want, when I want, at any time I want, a very privileged lifestyle in of itself. But what gets forgotten is that the ultimate goal of intuitive eating as an approach is to provide our bodies with reliable, consistent, baseline nourishment so that we can feel energized and supported throughout our days. So it's very encouraging to know that for any dancer who wants to dive into the world of intuitive eating, that this too can be done on a budget. And today I'm going to share my best tips to help you do that. So let's run down a few key reminders for how you can practice intuitive eating on a budget. First and foremost, we can utilize techniques like meal prep to prevent excess waste throughout the week. We can also remember leftovers. Packing leftovers is something that we can all do, especially when practicing honoring cues of fullness at our meals. If accessible, you can also utilize your freezer. Leftovers might not get eaten right away, but most things can be put into a freezer for a couple weeks, maybe even a couple months for some things before you actually get to it. And incredibly important, I do want you to first and foremost that intuitive eating involves respecting our bodies. And that means respecting our body's communication skills, those communicative signals when your body is telling you that it is full and satisfied. You are not a human garbage disposal. If you're feeling full, but you still have food on your plate, make space not physically, but mentally for the potential of feeling quite uncomfortable with leaving food on your plate. We often see this among those who have grown up in the Clean My Plate Club, who might have had parents or guardians constantly encourage that we clean our plates, prevent any waste, even when that intent is out of thankfulness for the food that we do have available to us in thinking that sometimes food for many can be scarce. Which leads me into my next point. If you have experienced a recent or previous past of food insecurity, not knowing when your next opportunity to eat can be, it can be very easy to enter that mindset of scarcity. This means that when you do have food available, 
instead of eating to the point of comfortable fullness, you're usually eating to a point past comfortable fullness because even if now you do have consistent and reliable access to opportunities to eat, that past of food scarcity or food insecurity is so overwhelming that it can subconsciously make you want to, and they quote, get it all in because we don't know when we're gonna have it again. So we do want to remember, just as if we are speaking to another, we ourselves deserve the respect of listening to our body's cues of fullness. And if and when you can, that might mean packing some leftovers, taking advantage of your freezer, storing some foods for later, or meal prepping to help prevent instances of food waste. A couple more ways that you can get in some more nutrient dense options on a budget. The first would be to shop in season. Most often produce like fruits and veggies that are of the season are going to be less expensive. So as an example, buying watermelon and berries during the summer cruciferous vegetables like broccoli and cauliflower, along with squash during the fall. Economically priced produce is usually more limited during the winter months, especially if you live like me in colder climates, but certain options like carrots and cabbage, kale, onions, Brussels sprouts, potatoes are still pretty available at a more economical cost even during the colder winter months. Now this doesn't mean that you shouldn't be having berries in the winter. For produce that isn't in season, if you want produce that might not be in season and you want to have it more economically, then I encourage you to consider frozen options. From tropical fruits to spinach, peas, berries, carrots, there are many ways and opportunities for us to get in a lot of nutrient-rich produce from the frozen aisle. So I encourage you to take advantage of it. This happens to be one of my personal ways to get produce in without having to worry about the prevalence of food waste. A couple other ways to get in some nutrient-rich foods, but on a budget, swap out some of your proteins. Lesser expensive cuts of meat and poultry include chicken thighs or chicken legs. They're often more economical when compared to more expensive cuts like boneless chicken breasts. We can also consider some plant-based foods rich in protein, which can often be bought in bulk. Legumes like beans, lentils, nuts, and seeds, canned chickpeas, frozen edamame. These are all examples of protein-rich foods that you can incorporate throughout your week for a more economical price point. Another tip is to stock up on low-cost starches. So we know that carbohydrates and starches should be incorporated into all of our meals and snacks throughout the day, as this is gonna provide a great energy replenishment for our bodies. Some economical ways to get those starches, I encourage buying in bulk grains like rice, corn, quinoa, and even barley are all great options. They can be stored in a dark, dry pantry for nearly two years. So buying in bulk is a must. They're also super easy to meal prep and therefore practical to incorporate even during a busy week. Also, don't forget to look for coupons. Not only will larger grocers and retailers offer coupons during their week, but you can even head to some specific food brands websites and inquire about whether coupons are available. You can send an email. Chances are they love when consumers wanna try their products and sending you some coupons is a pretty easy way to help encourage that. Another way to get some more nutrient-rich foods on a budget, if it's feasible, invest in a crock pot. 
Slow cookers help us to make large batches of chilies and soups using these lesser expensive bulk ingredients like dried beans, whole grains, and even tougher cuts of meat that ultimately become easier to eat when they've been cooking in a crock pot all day long. Fill your fridge and pantry with items that don't spoil too quickly. Personal favorites are beans, peanut butter, canned tuna, oats, rice, flour, flax, and cooking oils. Now I'm not the biggest on food-related trends, oftentimes because most times they're coming from diet or wellness culture and encouraging some type of either restrictive clean eating behavior. But I will say Meatless Mondays is a helpful way for dancers to experiment with some new recipes that also can be more economical for their week. Those plant-based protein-rich foods like lentils and beans and whole grains offer a spectrum of nutrients, complex carbohydrates, proteins, fats, and a bunch of micronutrients like vitamin B12 and zinc, among many others, and can be incorporated very easily into a meatless Monday type of dish. I also want you to remember that generic is totally fine. We can get very hung up on wanting to pay the premium for familiar brands, but don't fear generic options as more often than not, these are totally comparable, if not literally the same exact thing as a specific brand of a certain food. So opting for your groceries generic brand of any type of food is something I always encourage, especially when looking to incorporate more variety and nutrient dense foods, but on a budget. And last, let's briefly talk about the Dirty Dozen. Now I actually have a completely separate show that is dedicated to whether or not dancers should be choosing organic for certain types of foods. So I'm not going to take away too much from that discussion. And if you are interested, then I highly encourage you go check that episode out. But for the most part, the Dirty Dozen is just a marketing ploy. We can safely consume conventionally grown produce without having to worry about the buildup of pesticides. In fact, the pesticides used in conventional farming practices is oftentimes even more regulated for safety purposes than those substances used on organic farms. There's a ton that I break down on this topic on both my blog and in that other episode, so I highly encourage you check both out. I hope that this provided you with some insight on how you can both build an intuitive practice on a budget and also consider those nutrient dense options without breaking your wallet. But if you have additional questions, never hesitate to reach out. You know where to find me. Until next time, I'll talk to you soon.